podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about games to play in the dark. Some of us might have played them as kids. Some of us might have been too scared. Too scared to risk tearing down the sheet that keeps us separated from the other side. Too frightened to actually see someone or something lurking in your house. Too horrified to wonder if you'll ever make it out alive. Grab your candle, your matches, and some friends and get ready for some ritual games. I want to just preface, I'm already scared of this episode. Like, I'm already scared. <laughs> Savannah, I might cry this episode. No, don't say that because then that makes me want to do that. I mean, At least you're not home alone. Are you home alone? Zach's gone right now. So I am home by myself with my two cats who will just run away if something happens. Oh my Chester's a bigger scaredy cat than me. That's terrifying. No, I told Gage before this episode of like, I'm going to have a cow. I'm going to just, <laughs> I'm going to produce a cow and I'm going to take it out of me. I'm so scared. And he was like, suck it up. It'll be fine. <laughs> I was researching this the other day and I had to stop because I was, I was getting too scared. I was like, I can't do this right now. I can't yes. do all of these in a row back to back. I'm just going to like keep myself up at night thinking about all of this oh my god Sabrina have you I'll I'll go through each one and when we talk about them I'm gonna ask you if you've done them or heard of them because I'm curious on your part I will Um, I grew up very hyper religious and so normally you also grew up in a family of witches that's you know what it's weird how things relate (laughs) but I was not allowed to play a lot of games like Mm. some of these that we'll talk about, I'm sure, but a lot of them I didn't get to play. And I'm absolutely terrified of Ouija boards. I know we already did an episode on that, but frightened. I am horribly frightened. If you're frightened of Ouija boards, this is also going to frighten you. I am scared. (laughs) I am so scared. I I do want to say before we get into this, this is the biggest um warning disclosure whatever you want to call it we do not encourage anyone to do these games we don't want anyone to have any harm done to them we don't want to put them at risk we do not condone playing them but if you've ever played one of these games and something spooky happened please send us a dm on instagram and we will read it out loud on our next podcast episode you will <laughs> i will i will i'll i'll do the scary i'll do the scary part but thank um, you you're welcome <laughs> but i would love to hear um any anything that like spooky that happened whether you caught a picture of something or you heard something or you saw something like let us know um and it doesn't even have to be one of the ritual games that we talk about today it can be a different one that you've done because i've only i think i put together four of them maybe five but we should do another episode on this and do more because it's there's so many of them and they're so so cool like wild and scary we could do probably two more episodes about it really yeah i don't know anything about i mean i'm sure i i've heard of some of these i don't know anything but 
if we have to put a disclaimer on it like that's so scary that's just unnecessary (laughs) (laughs) I was like reading the forums and they were putting disclaimers on the forums too and I was like oh my gosh we need one we need a disclaimer (laughs) I am such a chicken shit I'm no how am I adult I'm like already freaking out about this episode and I'm how like, am I allowed to live life I know I have car insurance and I'm like I can't handle you talking about a ritual <laughs> game <laughs> well I didn't add any photos to our outline because um I I refused to look any up I was too scared to like google ghosts in picture (laughs) well now we have to but no you can i'm not (laughs) well we can't call ourselves slightly scary this evening we're gonna what was ashley's scale oh man she needs to like write it you know do you ever watch good mythical morning yes they make link a scale whenever they Mm -hmm. do gut checks um and we need ashley to make us a slightly scary scale yes i will go sss this as a majorly moderate scary majorly moderate so i i understand where you're falling on that scale i see it right in my eyes thank you it's it's almost like we know each other (laughs) i'm curious for you to re-rate it after this episode and see where you fall should have had a little it could be less scary maybe Mm -hmm. i'm just more of a chicken than i thought really i don't know i guess we'll have to see are you ready to dive in yeah with arguably the most popular of the ritual games, Bloody Mary. As a kid, you probably played this yourself, or if you didn't, you knew somebody who played it at a sleepover and then whispered about it to your friends in class the next week at school. Historians believe that the roots of this game can actually be traced back to the 19th century, and it was actually played as a folk tradition in its first root. I guess okay. you could say a folk tradition. Yes, it was a folk tradition. Okay, like wearing the skins. No, <laughs> it was played a little bit different than the way that we play it today, and it definitely had a different outcome. It was said that if you walk backwards up the staircase in a dark house at night and you pass by a mirror on the way up the stairs, you would see one of two things reflected in the mirror. Oh, God. You would either see the face of the person you were going to marry, or you would see a skull. (gasps) If the skull appeared, that meant you were going to die before you had a chance to be married. What? Yes. So the weird. I know, isn't it? That reminds me of our. um, We did some episode, and I think it was the Halloween one where we talked about traditions and like you slept with something under your pillowcase to dream about the man. The Christmas traditions. Was it? I don't think it was Christmas. I need to go back and check. I thought it was a Halloween tradition, but you slept with something. (laughs) It could be Christmas. You could be right. If anybody of our listeners have a better memory than us, let us know which episode that was. Gage. Gage, (laughs) the one who listens to it a hundred times. It's either you see Zach in the mirror or Skull. (laughs) I hope it's Zach. (laughs) That's weird. I know. So the game that we know and love today is actually said to start like in the U.S. It was integrated in the U.S. in the 1970s. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but did you know that Bloody Mary might actually be based on a real person? Yes. Yes. You yes. did know this. She's a queen. She's a queen. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. But okay. yes. Good job. I'm proud of you for knowing that. Yeah. See, I know some stuff. Some theories suggest that she could be one of the following women from history. Mary Tudor, the Queen of England from 1553 to 1558, who put many Protestants to death for heresy, earning the nickname Bloody Mary. I mean, rightfully so. Or it could be Elizabeth Bathford, who was also known as the Queen of Blood. She was accused of murdering hundreds of young girls so that she could bathe in their blood. Ew. Or maybe it's Mary Worth who was executed in the Salem witch trials after being accused of being a witch. Mm, maybe they all three take turns. Oh, they just switch out. You can't cover every mirror. I mean, you can, I bet, but if you had three of them, I mean, it makes sense. What you need for this game. So we'll kind of go through every single one. I'll tell you what you would need to play the game, what time the game takes place. If it's a specific time, how you play. And then like, if you have to, how you end the game. Oh, i'm so this might be our scariest episode for me so for this game you need a dark room with a mirror and a candle and it doesn't need to necessarily take place at a certain time um but night makes it more spooky so the room just needs to be dark that's the thing you choose one person to enter the dark room with the candle already lit The person then looks into the mirror and chants Bloody Mary's name for a specific number of times, usually three times, sometimes 13. Mm -hmm. There are different versions of this. So some accounts um, have said that you should chant, I believe in Bloody Mary. Or I killed your baby, Bloody Mary, which is trash. This is so Satan. Oh my gosh. I wish Zach was here. I'm so scared. Okay, but you have to say it consecutively, so we're good. We got words in between ours. (laughs) Yeah, see, we're fine. We're all golden. We're chill. So if the game is played properly, um, she will either appear in the mirror and she or she might even reach out and scratch the participant's face. Ew. I know. Some accounts even say that she might come out of the mirror and is said to haunt the participant for the rest of their life. Of course, like anything that's been around for a while, there are different versions of this ritual. For instance, some stories include that she's dripping with blood. Others say that the person performing the ritual's hair will turn white. And there have even been claims of the participant disappearing. Could she turn my hair? Like, could she touch up my roots? <laughs> turn them white <laughs> no i just want her to touch them up if she can turn hair white can she turn hair like dark brown for my roots um if she does she's a hairstylist not a ghost so <laughs> well, you know i'll take what i can get now if you survive you will need to extinguish the candle turn on the lights and leave the room do not use that mirror again so it's it didn't say whether you should use it like don't use it for the ritual or just don't use it in general. My guess is don't use it in general because that seems to be cursed shit now. Some sources say that you should draw a cross on the mirror with soap for three nights in a row. Others say you should burn sage in place of the performed ritual or the place you perform the ritual and even flick vinegar in the four corners of the room. 
and absolutely do not break the mirror that or you might look yes and you might just let her out so <laughs> sometimes with ritual games people gain things right so uh sometimes you're offered a wish sometime like if you like do it correctly and you beat the game sometimes you might be able to see your future so it just depends on the game and like what the spirit you're dealing with is I guess with Bloody Mary there's really no gain it's not like she appears and grants you a wish it's more just the spooky appeal that draws people in wondering if they'll get to see the infamous Bloody Mary or Maybe it's just to see if they will survive. Yeah, I really don't see Mary granting wishes. After you, the things <laughs> that we had to say, like the thing I had to say, I don't think she's going to be like, you said that thing about my baby. I give you a wish. I know. It's like so sad and scary and I hate mm-hmm. it so much. Um, did you ever play this game? No, um, but I don't think that one is as bad as I thought it would be. Oh, that one was bad for me. So, okay. <laughs> okay. So maybe we're on different levels. Okay. You might be able to. There's one I'm thinking of in particular that is not fun. Oh no. There's a chance I might have played this as a kid, but also I could have just been in a group that played it, like somebody else played it in the group. I just remember being around it at one point in my childhood. No, ma'am. Yeah, but I would not do it now. I wouldn't do any of these now. No, especially since you probably, if you were in a group of people, they didn't end the game properly. So I definitely wouldn't chance it a second time. You're so right, Sab. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Okay, next one. So this game is actually um, a game that I've always wanted to play at a slumber party, but I was always too scared to do it. And it's an American classic. What Light as it? a feather, stiff as a board. Never heard of this. What? Get out of here. You've never heard of this? No. What kind of folksy? <laughs> this is amazing. This game is amazing. What it's is one this? I I said I wouldn't do any of these. This would be one I would actually do. Okay. So historians aren't actually sure where the origins of the game came from, but they do know that it's been around for hundreds of years. The earliest known record of people playing the game is in the diary of Samuel Samuel Pepys. The date entry was July 31st, 1665. The diary, in the diary, he recounts the story told by Mr. Breespand. He was telling Samuel Pepys about an incantation he encountered in Bordeaux that goes as follows. (laughs) Here lies a dead body, stiff as a stick, cold as marble, light as a spirit, rise in the name of Jesus Christ. Pepys wrote in his diary that Mr. Breezeband saw four young girls all kneeling on one knee. One began the first line and would whisper it in the ear of the next girl. And they sort of did like a round robin situation with it. So they were like each started the line on their own. And then the last person would finish it and they'd be the last one to speak. So as they were chanting that each girl put one finger under a boy who lay flat on the floor as if he were dead at the end of the chant they raised the boy with just four fingers as high as they could reach mr breespan was skeptical so he asked the girls to do the cook in the house who was apparently a much much bigger man um and to his surprise the girls were able to do it so here's what you need a group of people And maybe some candles if you're feeling a little spooky. 
You don't really need to play this at a specific time, but night is recommended because it helps with the spooky vibes as we all love. And this is how you play. A participant is chosen to die. The dead person lies on the floor with her arms crossed over her chest. The group of remaining people surround her on the floor. Everyone puts two fingers on the dead person as they begin to chant, she's looking pale, she's looking worse, she's dying, she's dead. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. The phrase, light as a feather, stiff as a board, is repeated over and over again in unison as the group attempts to lift the dead person with two fingers each. Just like magic, the dead girl rises off the floor with seemingly zero effort from the rest of the group. I can't believe you've never heard of that. No. That was like such a thing growing up. Really? So do you put your fingers under the person? And yeah, you put them like under and then everybody like lifts in unison while chanting light as a feather, stiff as a board. And you're supposed to be able to raise them like with zero effort. Literally. It's very it's cool. Probably people using their wrists. <laughs> Savannah's like, try basic physics. <laughs> Science, people. Um. <laughs> That's weird. I mean, if you want to play that, I guess we can <laughs> we can try it. It would be crazy. Um, the only real gain from this is it's cool if it happens and everybody gets kind of excited and a little bit scared. I would do this, that one. Savannah, this next one. One man hide and seek. This game first appeared in 2006 when it was found on a Japanese message board. A poster shared the instructions in his experience. One year later, the instructions for the game spread around the world, and eventually got translated into English. You can find posts and videos from people playing this game all over the internet. That is about the only history I could find of this. What you need to play. One stuffed doll. It must have arms and legs. Rice. Enough to stuff the doll. One needle. A crimson red thread. A pair of nail clippers. One sharp edge tool, it could be a knife, a glass shard, or scissors. One cup of salt water. A bathroom with a bathtub in some form of counter. A hiding place, preferably a room purified by incense and um, a fuda, which is like a Japanese tapestry sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, if I said that wrong, I apologize. And there must be a TV in the hiding place. That's important. Mm -hmm. You have to play this game at exactly 3 a.m. This game requires a little bit of preparation before you can begin. You take out the stuffing of the doll and restuff it with rice. You then clip a few of your fingernails off and also put them inside of the doll. After you sew up the opening with the red thread, you then tie the doll up with the rest of the red thread. Now go into the bathroom and fill your bathtub with water. Now go to your hiding place and put a cup of salt water on the ground. You must also give your doll a name. It can be any name except for your own. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to play. Okay, Savannah, I think you had to take over. Okay. When it's 3 a.m., you said your name is the first it to the doll three times. So you like just- that would be like you would say Savannah. Like Savannah is the first. So you would say your name. Oh, Savannah is the first hit. To Don't the say your name. <laughs> Sorry, stop. I'm so scared out. for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I didn't do the rest of it, so I'm fine. 
Yeah, um, you're fine. Okay. Um, you go to the bathroom and you put the doll in the bathtub filled with water. Now turn off all the lights in your home and go back to the hiding place. Turn the TV on. You can then count to 10 with your eyes closed and go back to the bathroom with a sharp edged tool in your hand. Go to the bathroom and say to the doll, I have found you, doll's name, and stab the doll with the tool. That's sad. Now you say, you are the next it, doll's name. So whatever you name the doll. As you take the doll out of the tub and you leave it on the counter in the bathroom. Now this is very important. As soon as you have put the doll down, you need to run back to your hiding place and hide. Here's what you need to do to finish the game. Pour half of the salt water that was in your hiding place in your mouth. Don't swallow it or spit it. Just keep it there. Leaving your hiding place and start looking for the doll. Remember, it might not be in the bathroom anymore. When you find the doll, pour the rest of the salt water in the cup over it and spit out the water in your mouth onto the doll tube. Say, I win three times. And after this, dry the doll, burn it, and discard it later. Oh my. So I guess there's important rules to remember. This ritual is very dangerous and should not be stopped midway through. You must complete it. Do not leave your house until the game is over. You must turn on every light in your house. You must keep quiet when you're hiding. If someone is in the house while you do this, you're putting them in danger as well. Keep the game under two hours or the spirit will become too strong. Tell someone you're doing this just in case. And what you may gain, there is no real gain from this game, only major risk. Basically, there are some theories that suggest if the dog catches you, it kills you and possesses your body. Yes. So freaky. So I do remember reading this. I didn't write it down, but I do remember reading on some of the websites I was on um, how people talked about it's basically offering a doll for roaming spirits to possess Mm. and so that's why you can't do it longer than two hours because like people are worried that the doll will possess you terrifying I don't know why anybody would do this and I do not suggest anybody doing this Zach Baggins would do this Zach Baggins would you're so right (laughs) that man's crazy crazy yeah that's spooky I did not like that at all Mm -mm. this one is is a little spooky too um, thank you for taking that over for me. I like You're couldn't do so it. You're so welcome. Have you ever heard of that one? No. Okay. Well, good thing because it's scary. Um, I'm sorry if that haunts your nightmares tonight. It's fine. I, I at least I have my dog. I mean, I could send one to you if you want a dog. Thank you. you I do need one. Please <laughs> give me Mavis. She's the biggest one. I need okay. her. I, she'll lick you. To <laughs> You're death. like gladly. Yeah, take her. Take her. She'll lick you. <laughs> she'll lick whatever's coming after you too. She would lick my legs. You. She knows I hate it, and she does it. She said, <laughs> she, "Give me those leggings." <laughs> I know. She's trying to keep you safe. She's trying to I love Mavis. Make though. sure you taste good. She's so sweet. Okay, so this next game, I I really couldn't find any history over this game. So if you are a listener and you've heard of this game and you know about the history, send it my way. I would love to read it. I'll talk about it on a future episode if we do another um, rituals game episode. This is called the picture game. So here's what you need to play. 
A minimum of two players, but you really need more for it to work better. A long piece of string or rope, one small mirror per person, a camera with flash, a glass, a serving of alcohol, preferably wine, because ghosts love wine, obviously. Okay. One pair of scissors in a quiet room. This game is to be played at midnight. So here's the prep for the game. Fill your glass with the alcohol and place it in the middle of the room you wish to play. Using the rope or string, make a circle in the middle of the room and tie a knot at the end. This circle should be big enough for everybody to sit around it comfortably. Do not sit in the middle. Around it. All players should take a seat around the circle. It's important that no one should step in the circle at any time for any reason. Players should take the mirror out and set it in front of them, making sure the outside it's on the outside of the rope, and the reflective side should be facing up towards the ceiling. Make sure the camera flash is turned on. Turn off the lights. It's time to play. All players should hold hands and close their eyes. One after the other, each player should now say, I trust you. After each player has stated their trust in the group, they all must say together, the door is open. Please come in three times in a row. Now the players will pass the camera around in the circle. When it is your turn, you take the camera and say out loud, I caught you. Aim the camera towards the middle of the circle and take a photo. Do not look at the image. The camera should go around the circle three times and everyone should have a chance to take three photos. To end this game, everyone must close their eyes again. In unison, they say, it's time to go home three times in a row. Each player should then turn the mirror upside down, turn on the lights in the room, cut the rope or string with the scissors, breaking the circle, and take your glass with the alcohol and pour it outside in the dirt. Oh my God. Once you are finished, you can look at the pictures. Make sure to look closely and see if there is anything out of the ordinary or if there is anyone you know. Important notes. If the ritual must be stopped, you can do so by putting down the camera and following the steps we listed above to end the game. If anyone starts to feel ill at any point, they should not be allowed to take any photos. If any of the following occur, stop the game immediately and do not continue. One or more players say that they're scared, as the spirit might consider them to be weak and take advantage of them. One or more players starts acting unusual. If someone feels scared or starts to act unusual and has taken a picture, you must stop and you must not look at the picture. Destroy the camera after the ritual. <sighs> I feel like I was holding my breath the entire time I was saying that, but I, I know I wasn't, but I just felt like I was. I would never, I would never do any of these. Period. Yeah. Not you wouldn't do light as a feather? feather. No, oh not anymore. I've ruined it. Ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you don't do it, I won't. No. I mean, if you want to, I guess, but like, then the spirit is going to take advantage of me. You just talked me out of it. No. The thing is, I, I don't think light as a feather, stiff as a board is 
like related to spirits. I think it's more like, oh, everybody has like an even distribution of weight, whatever, you know, and it's like, you just to talk like, me into it. You still <laughs> I would have, have to be talked into playing. So no, I'm I not trying to, to talk. Chant, if I have to chant to play this game, it's not happening. Period. Um, What do you think we did in ASA? <laughs> we didn't summon anything. I don't think except sisterhood. Now we're like summoning sinister shit. And like, this is just not <laughs> lol we're not summoning anything we haven't done shit so we, <laughs> we need to like burn sage or something dude you're telling it. me i cannot wait for zach to get home i am terrified right now you better hurry up this i is know he knows I know. thursdays are recording nights he, he must knows be- they're for slightly scary exactly well majorly moderately scary tonight yes yes is that still how you feel i still feel that way because when you, I don't know what you said, but it made me jump because it made me freak out. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God, I don't think I've ever jumped during one of our episodes, but you made me jump. I was like, what? It's so scary. Oh my gosh. Uh, but it was a good episode. I want to do more of these. Ooh, yes, we should. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Savannah, how many days do we have left until Halloween? 113, dude. That is what, and, how you know, fitting. Yeah. How fitting today. Um, that's exciting. I'm really yes. excited. If you, me too. Oh my gosh. I really am. I like it. July 5th is passed or July 4th is passed. And everybody in the spooky community knows that Halloween. Halloween, Halloween starts on July 5th. Yep. And I really have been getting those vibes. Um, And it could just be my for you page on my social media, just curating the content I want to see, which is ghosts and, and, you know spooky scary skeletons and all of that jazz yes but it's been beautiful it's been truly amazing that's wonderful i i posted about i was like it's halloween now and everyone's in agreement everybody is in agreement that it is truly halloween Mm -hmm. and if you don't feel that way that's unfortunate because it is and why are you listening to this podcast speaking truth to you yes 100 percent Well, if you like this podcast, you can subscribe to our podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcast. You could also leave us a five-star review because we love those. We, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple podcasts, on Spotify, or on Facebook. Speaking Mm -hmm. of our Facebook, you can follow us at slightly scary podcast, or you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at slightly scary pod and on Twitter at slightly scary 13 until next time. Keep it scary. Amazingly. I might have to turn on a light already. Really? I have a mirror right beside me and I like, it was so scared of it. Okay. I think I have to turn on a light. Okay. okay. Pause. Pause cheddar beans. Okay. That's, that's better. I feel a little bit safer in the light. (laughs) Most of these games require you to be in darkness. So light helps me mentally combat the scares. Can I turn on like my overhead? Like I'm in an interrogation room. (laughs) set the mood that way nothing can touch me i'm sure you knew as a kid like you were like if i'm in the dark anything can get me but in the light oh yeah i mean we literally talked about two episodes ago the fear of the dark yes